following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning, something a little bit different every Friday throughout the baseball season. I will be reviewing the week that was in Yankee land. Uh, I might get a different opening or something there for the, our people watching on YouTube and, and Facebook Live, but we'll worry about that a little bit later. But yeah, the Yankee Week in Review uh, today is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code. 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today for 20 bucks off your first purchase uh, of tickets to shows, events, games, whatever you want to go to, concerts, whatever you may, may, may be uh, throughout the uh, baseball season. We're doing this on Facebook, talking about some Yankee baseball every day. Every Friday we'll do this because I know you guys don't want to hear me blab about the Yankees all the time because I will if you, if you all let me. Anyways, uh, the week that was in Yankee land, they went 4-2 and two, uh, at 161st and River in the Bronx. A good start to the season, not a great start to the season. There are a few question marks that came out of the uh, opening weekend that we'll get to in a second, but a 4-2 and two record nonetheless is better than being 2-4. and four. We talk about that. Winning games often and early is very important because it can get late early, as the great Yogi Berra once said. Four and two is good. That will translate to the way it works out to 108 and 54 record, if that's the way the math worked in the baseball world, but it doesn't ever work out that way. A good season, a good start in the season. Garrett Cole did what he had to do in his two starts. 19 strikeouts over two. Gave up one earned run. He wasn't even actually on the field when that run was given up. But uh, he was really good. I would rather see a lot more ground ball outs and strikeouts because you, you like to see guys not throw so often. We talked about the, that yesterday on 14, 20 in the morning. But I, the, the outside, that's the way the game's played nowadays. The strikeouts are high. Like a, he's a 19 strikeouts. He did what he had to do. Uh, walks were a little bit high. I think the very first pitcher... Uh, batter he faced of the season last Thursday in uh, against the San Francisco Giants. I think it was a, a four-pitch walk and he got a little bit worried. But anyways, that, that happens. Not a big deal. But a good start by Cole uh, in, in each of his first two outings. Went six in the, in, in the third and six in the two outs. So it's a, he's an innings eater. He's a horse out there. Uh, is he the... the, the um, is he the ace everybody projects him to be? I still have my doubts, and I don't know what the reasoning is. I can't pinpoint it. For whatever reason, I have no idea. Maybe it's just the uh, the the pessimistic Yankee fan of me where you just expect him to start giving up home runs as he does at Yankee Stadium with the short porch out there in right field. But like I said, he did what he had to do in his two starts. You hope that he can keep doing that throughout the season and and uh, rack up wins. And actually, wins and losses aren't even a, a thing for, for starting pitchers. They're inning eaters more than anything nowadays with the way the game's played. Nestor Cortez. He went out there in his one start, no walks, and that's huge. He had picked up where he left off last season. You, you kind of expect him to take a step back. I, I don't think, I don't know if he will, but you, uh, like a journeyman pitcher, the way he's only been around six years, but you got to think that he's going to not have the uh, the all-star season he had last year. I hope he does, but you got to, once again, the pessimistic Yankee fan in me is saying that Cortez will take a step back, but he got the win last week in his one start, and that was uh, that was really good to see, and he's going, he's uh, pitching well, and he's, he's a strong pitcher pitcher he puts the ball in play which you, you like to see and he doesn't uh, get too flustered out there and he's a he's a soothing calming influence on the mound he doesn't seem to be too revved up but this is where things get a little bit dicey in Yankee land land for me um it's lipstick on a pig with those first two guys going you know you're going to get something out of the, out of that but uh 
They got a surprise start out of Johnny Brito, which is which was nice to see last Sunday to win the the, the third match, third third game of the of the the three game set with the Giants. He went out there, uh, an unsuspected starter throughout the brought him up from the minors and the, the forty man and all that stuff that, that goes on. But we knew that there would be problems with the the back half of the rotation with Luis Severino and Carlos Rodon out for the foreseeable future for the first month of the season, anyways. So getting that start out of Brito was a pleasant surprise, and that's where you, you're going to have problems, I think, with this Yankee team early in the season where you really want to rack up wins when you can't. You might not get them later on as the season progresses. As you see, Tampa Bay, they've started off, I think, six or seven and oh, whatever it is. And, and you got to, you don't want to catch, uh, lose ground too much because uh, it can get late early. Like I said, uh, you, 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 you want to rack up wins. And you have a, you have a pitching staff that's a little banged up right now. And, and having guys like Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt, I think Schmidt's going later on today for the Yankees at uh, Camden Yards in Baltimore uh, with a very good Baltimore, Baltimore club right now that should be have a better record than they do. But, you know, the can of corn we talked about with Aaron the other night on Brutally on the Sports. If you haven't checked out that show, make sure you guys check it out. I, I might have got a little bit rough on Mr. Mike Trout. Maybe I, I'll, I'll apologize to Trout if he ever shows me anything. But that's another story for another day. But we got exactly what we thought we were going to get out of Herman and out of Schmidt. Herman's been a bit of a wild card. There's days where he's electric on the mound. There's days where he does st- stuff. You're like, okay, this, this guy's ready to take the next step. But then he has a start like he did the other day, which is not good enough. Uh, he has his off-the-field issues that we read that we've talked about here on the 1420 podcast. We've talked about throughout the Yankee fans and baseball fans know about the the uh, the situation he had in New York City a couple of years ago. But it's it's too bad that he's uh, he got in that situation because we remember that forever, no matter what you do. But it, it is it is concerning about the start and then Schmidt going today. I don't think Schmidt's that good. He wouldn't be in a, in a starter position if it wasn't for the, for those two injuries that that, that that I mentioned earlier. And Schmidt's going today, so he's got to have a bit of a bounce back. Expect him to have a bit of a sh- shorter leash today, and that bullpen's going to see a little bit, bit more action and the bullpen was good like i I, i'm i'm quite i'm quite quite concerned with the, the the closing situation, I I don't like it at all. I think it's 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 a, a, a problem that they're going to have throughout the whole season. I would rather see them have uh, Domingo Herman out there as the closer. Uh, I don't I don't know how good Clay Holmes is. I would like uh, Holmes scares me a lot. When I had the guys from the Pesky report on during the baseball tour, he asked me uh, Brady asked me who the closer is going to be for the New York Yankees, and I said, "Man, I hope it was Mariano Rivera." And I, I said, man, it's, it's hard to believe it's been ten years since Mariano's pitched uh, it, the, out, out there in the Bronx, but. I, the, the closing situation really, really scares me. I don't know how good he is. I don't know how much faith you can put in Holmes. You expect to see guys like Ron Marinaccio. Marinaccio had a good a good outing. He's a he's a great, solid young pitcher. He'll go out there, eat up innings, strike some guys out. He seems very calm out there for for the young age that he is. Uh, and you can't forget about Wandy Peralta. Peralta comes out of nowhere. He's a he's sneaky good. You don't expect him to be be, be as good as he is, but he comes out and he gets outs. And he gets ground balls and he gets guys out of a situation. Situations. I quite like Peralta. He'll go in for a, for a couple of batters here and there, and 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 uh, get 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 guys out of jams. I, I I quite like how Peralta is. But the guy that I would I would really look out for this season for the Yankees, and he had a good start to to his season is. Is uh, Johnny Lasagna, uh, Loisaga? I know that everybody. Johnny Lasagna, as he's known to Yankee fans, he's great. He had a good start to his season. He's always been solid. I'd expect to see him to move into the closer role. I'd, I'd like to see him in there, give him a few few chances because it, it is definitely a tougher situation when you're when you're out there doing that. It's just tough to see a guy guy like. Uh, 
to go out there and be a closer, but get, give a guy a lot of starts early, maybe against the, the, the Orioles this weekend. We'll get to what my predictions are going to be for the upcoming week for, for the Yankees. But to, to, if you're in a situation where you can have a win and uh, and get your guys going a little bit, I think it's very important that they get out there and they they, they, they do that. Um, <laughs> there it is, Josh Donaldson for uh, MVP, as our friend from Brulion's Aaron Sports, uh, Brulion Sports said. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the, the Yankees season goes from, from this week. They're, they're Like I said, they're four and two. Uh, there's some issues on the offensive side of the ball. They're they're swinging the bat pretty well. You you Gliber Torres. I think they got to play him for some reason. Torres is always uh, the subject of trade rumors, and I do not understand as to why Gliber Torres should be a staple at second base. Play him every day. Give him the odd day off here and there for the maintenance days. I guess is is what the, all the cool kids are calling it now. But Gliber Torres has to play. Why he's the subject of trade rumors is beyond me. He's a. I know that they're they're under team control for a certain time, and he's he's going to be free agent. Everything else going to want to raise, but you also have a situation right now with Gliber Torres where he is playing really well, and you have a situation with the New York Yankees that you paid Aaron Judge a lot of money. You have paid Garrett Cole a lot of money. Stanton is getting a lot of money. Yes, Josh Donaldson is this year, and he's thank God he's hurt. I shouldn't say that about anybody's health and well-being, but it's true. The thing I like about Gliber Torres, he's out there playing hard for him, for it, for the team, and he's 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 stolen five bases as well. So that helps. So why the Yankees are, are, are talking about trading a guy like Torres doesn't make sense when your championship window is right now. Having the best team possible is, is the most important thing you could do when you're paying those guys that much money. You're not just paying guys to fill to fill the stadium. You're paying the guys to win. And trade, trading off an asset like Gliber Torres makes zero sense to me that you would do that. In, 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 you're in a, a win now, championship win now season. This isn't the fucking... Texas Rangers or whoever or the Chicago Cubs. This isn't the 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 Milwaukee Brewers. You're in win now mode. So with the Yankees, keep Torres. Do not do not trade him just to get fucking prospects in there. I'm not a prospect hugger at all. I never have been. I never will be. You look you look at uh, Anthony Volpe, who's off to a very rough start. A little bit hitting 167 or 176 below the Mendoza line, whatever it is. Like you, you got to think that having too many prospects in a lineup where you're paying these guys good money to win in. in in a win now mode, keep Torres in the lineup. You got to keep get him going. You got to keep him going. He has he has a couple of home runs, I think six RBIs, but those five stolen bases with the new rules, he's taking advantage of that. I suspect that will slow down a little bit. You can't expect Gliber Torres after he's got to five stolen bases in in the six games. You can't expect him to have 150 stolen bases. That's only Ricky Henderson in that land. But I would keep Torres. There's no doubt about that. Keep him in the lineup. Keep him going. And, and just keep keep it going until he doesn't have anywhere else to go. The problem you got is on the left side of the infield where, where uh, uh, the president of the Josh Donaldson fan club, Josh Donaldson, now has a, a hamstring injury. Uh, you don't know how long those can last. I mean, he had a, he had problems with that wheel last year, but his bat has already been bad this year and everything else. He hasn't been – he's been good defensively, but you know what? I don't care. You need to score runs. The Yankees are very top-heavy, and it's a bit of a, a lipstick on a pig situation where they're not really – they have nothing going on in left field. Cabrera – He's okay. He, he does he does his job a little bit, but uh, Aaron Judge, I think he he's kind of been a he's got the two home runs, but he also has ten strikeouts, and that scares me to have that many strikeouts this early in this feast or famine situation that you that you get in. He's not going to see the pitches he saw last year, and to be at 10, 10 strikeouts already, I, sh- I should actually mention that Aaron Judge uh, his first his first at bat this season after his new contract first swing. I think it's actually his first swing. He, he went to deep center field with a home run. Uh, so that, that was good to see. But uh, if I hear one more time about the captain, of the New York Yankees, I'm going to, 
puke. Ca captains aren't for baseball. It's stupid. It's actually the stupidest thing. And I, I know I've mentioned, I've been on a rant about that before, but I, I'm so sick of hearing this captain of the New York Yankees. It's ridiculous, but we'll focus on the positive. The Yankees are four and two. Donaldson's out. Oswaldo Cabrera's been okay. Uh, are they? What are they going to do at third base with Donaldson? Donaldson, I think you're, you'll see DJ LeMahieu get more at bats and play over there. I hope they don't decide to put IKF out over there because uh, he still can't hit. I don't think he has a hit yet this season in the four. I think he's appeared in three or four games. He's He's been terrible. So the, the left side of the infield, which we had a, uh, the Yankee fans, I shouldn't say we, I don't, uh, I don't get paid by the Yankees or am I on their payroll or do I play? Uh, but the, the left side of the infield for the Yankees has been a, a question mark throughout the offseason and it's glaring its ugly head right now. You don't know what they're going to do over there. I would, I would put DJ over there. He seems to have uh, his foot injuries from last season on the mend right now. I know it's early, but you know what? Every game matters no matter what. And having, having DJ as a calming influence over there, playing solid, solid defense, He's hitting the ball. He got a home run on on Wednesday versus Philadelphia. Putting back to ball, he could have had two or three if the you know, on a on a warmer warmer night in the Bronx. Those were probably gonna going to leave, but on the, the cold on the cold uh, nights in in the Bronx, you you got to think that he's going to have a a, a way better season. Uh, there it is, Aaron. He's probably going to be tuning into the, the the Orioles Yankees game as I am later on today. He's scared of uh, Gliber Torres killing the the Orioles as per usual, as you guys can see on the screen here. Who's watching on YouTube? Blood. The one season he had twenty bombs against them. I think it was actually more like twenty five. Aaron. It was one of those situations where Torres did kill the Orioles single handedly. He had a great season. I expect a lot to happen. the The catching position, Trevino's been okay, but it's it's a very top heavy, and there's been a lot of lipstick on this pig of a season that's been the New York Yankees so far. But a four and two record, you take. Them. You can only beat, play the games that, uh, or win the games that you play, and everything else goes to, goes okay. And you look back a little bit. You, you don't care how you got your wins. You just care that you got some wins, right? They don't ask how. They ask how many. When it all comes down to it, expect Judge to to play a little bit better, to hit a little bit better. He's got it. He can't strike out as much as he can. You, and you have a situation also. What what are they going to do with Aaron Hicks? Do you keep him in a lineup? He can't hit his ass. He can't do anything out there. And he's kind of complaining about the the boo birds. And he wants playing time while you. But he hasn't had a chance to get at bats because when he does get at bats, he's strikes out you give him that bat so you can showcase him for trade bait who knows what you can do with a guy like aaron hicks hicks has never played up to his contract his entire time he's been there he's had one good game uh in, in his yankee history to my recollection i was there it was in uh july of 2018 where he uh hit three bombs against the the boston red sox on july the first actually july 1st 2018 it was quite the day in the bronx uh it was a sunday night baseball game against the red sox so it was a great game to be at but it, since then hicks hasn't done a thing before before that and another thing after that and 10, 10 million bucks a year it's a it's a tough look for the new york yankees anyways the yankees this week they have three games uh, three starting today with Baltimore. Uh, I expect the Yankees to win two of two of those three and a much improved, a very good Baltimore team that, that can do some damage that could have a better record than they, than they do right now. But I expect the Yankees to win two out of three this week. And I expect a, uh, one of those things, I don't know why there was a rain out yesterday. Apparently the weather was fantastic out that way in the East Coast. They, they, a little bit of a premature ejaculation canceling game. The Mets are going to met. They, they canceled their game. And I guess it was a beautiful day in New York City. They should have played the game and everything else. The guys in the Michael K. Show are ranting and raving about that a little bit. But Yankees win two out of three uh, over the weekend is, is my prediction. Then they're going to lose two out of three to a very good Cleveland team that can really pitch. And the, uh, the, 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 the sores of the Yankee lineup are going to be really shown against the Cleveland Indians because they're going 
starting to strike out a lot, and they're, and they're, they're going to have their situation. And then next Thursday, I expect the Yankees to beat the Minnesota Twins uh, in the, the one game before, of, of, of the four-game set, and that's going to be the week that was in Yankee land. Mark it down, book it right there. The Yankees will be 8-5 and five this time next week when we do our next Yankee roundup. That's what their record is going to be. 8-5 and five is okay. You'd rather be, uh, you know, 9-4. and four. You know, ten and three, but I don't see that happening. I expect them to lose a, a three three games this week. It's just kind of the way things are going to going to uh, rack up. Anyways, on this day in Yankee history in 1997, Andy Pettit outdueled Mark Langston and Mar- Mariano Rivera picked up his second save of the season as the New York Yankees defeated the Anaheim Angels five three in front of a whopping sixteen thousand five hundred and fourteen fan uh, fourteen fans in Anaheim at the Big A. Uh, some kid named Jeter led the way going three for three with two walks and scored two runs and pushed the Yankees record to three and three on the season and happy Yankee birthday. This one was an obscure one. I couldn't find anything more relevant, but happy Yankee birthday to Brett Tomko born on this day, 50 years ago in Columbus, Ohio. Tomko appeared in 15 games in the world series season of 2009 with the Yankees going one and two with a 5.23 RA in his 15 appearances for the Yankees. Uh, that, yeah, there it is. Every Friday we'll be doing these Yankee up Updates. I'm going to get, get a little different graphic, a little different opening there for, for the show, but it's going to do this throughout the season. Talk some Yankee baseball. So not everybody wants to hear me blab my, my yap about the Yankees all, all year long on 1420 in the morning. It's so one of those things. Check out our show that I, we did with Aaron from Brutally Honest Sports on Wednesday night. Some great talk about some guy named Mike Trout, how he's a chicken shit and the likes. So it was a great time having talking some baseball with Aaron on Wednesday. Make sure you check out Brutally Honest Sports. A lot of great content on, on, on there. They're getting a, a lot of other things going on as well. Facebook pages up up and running now and to get more stuff out there on on uh, youtube as well on that note do what the little guy says right there subscribe to our youtube channel today get a get get us push that thousand uh, subscriber mark then it becomes a financial thing we'll talk about that another day but anyways guys uh let's go yankee let's have a great weekend enjoy the good friday enjoy the long weekend enjoy the holidays have a good easter and remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with go yankees Let's get into it.